And this is Brandon Clay. Appreciate you tuning in to another episode of the Brandon Clay Podcast. We're going to get right to it here in our training segment. We're talking about 23-wing Emma Rich out of Florida, uh, the Palm Bay area. Evals on Rich State and all the way back to 2018. She actually will be up in the Atlanta area training with me this coming weekend. Uh, I got a gym full of the nation's elite kids Rish is going to stand out, already committed to Notre Dame. One of the things that she's been working on, talk to her father, Chad, is putting the ball in her hands and playing the middle third of the floor in addition to being a really, really, really good shooter, being able to handle the basketball in situations too, even out of the pick and roll action. I think as you watch the modern day game evolve, you look at your big wings, Clay Thompson's and Chris Middleton's, obviously Diana Taurasi on the women's side has been doing it for a long time. They're more than capable of leading the break, making good decisions. Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum, who we'll get to later, just finished up an epic series in which they did that. And then you look at a guy like Thompson who can really stretch the floor from the outside as well. And I think that's what Rich brings to the table. Obviously, he'll continue to get stronger physically, has really matured in that regard already, and is an elite, elite shooter one of the top 100 kids in the country, and honestly is going to have a chance to prove this weekend, pound for pound, that she might be the best shooter in the country. So look forward to working with her. Brandon Clay scouting for our clients, they're always asking me, what's next? So all of our college clients, hey, Brandon, I like this kid and this kid, but if this happens, where do we go next? And we point them in the right direction. Savia Sellers in 23 out of Alaska. Fantastic lead guard. Kamora Johnson plays for West Virginia Thunder, also 23. Fantastic league guard. Both have a myriad of options, choices. Johnson just finished up at USA Basketball Trials, U-17s this week. If you don't land one of them and you're recruiting them, where do you go next? And this is where I think Diana Collins out of Brookwood High School, Southeast All-Stars, really comes into play. She'll spend the summer playing with the U-20 national team over in Sweden, team full of college kids and pros. She can really, really go. She can score the ball. She can distribute. She can defend. I think that's a very underrated part of her game. Uh, ESPN actually just put her back in there 100. You know, she had had fallen out you know, for whatever reason, but now is back in the mix as she should be. And right there along with Sellers and Johnson, positionally in terms of ranking uh, Alabama, Southern California, obviously your local schools, your Georgia's, your Georgia Techs, all in the mix. Collins was committed to Georgia before Joni Taylor left to take the job at Texas A&M. They too have offered, and I think she just brings something really unique. One of the things that I like to look at is if you had a player and I had the other option, would I be mad? Or vice versa, could we flip them? And the point of which I'm not mad either way, it's a fair trade, right? And I think that Collins fits in with that elite set of guards where there's absolutely no drop-off. And potentially you're going to get the better of the two players if you wind up with Collins and things pan out correctly. So definitely something to keep an eye on. Brandon Clay recruiting, when we talk about getting kids from all over the country National recruitment, over 150 kids have signed scholarships since 2015. And one of the next up in the pipelines, class of 2024, Wayne Harper-Peterson out of California. She does a little bit of everything. Had the opportunity to get on the floor with her in Dallas last year. Had a workout with Shea Bolin, who actually is 
getting ready to, to be a freshman at Duke, and Peterson was matching her shot for shot. It was absolutely awesome. Bolin was a, a top 50 player in her class in 22, and Peterson obviously projects the same, uh, top 25 right now. Real length, 6'3", 6'4", area. Offers coming from everywhere. So you're getting the Tulsa's of the world, but then you're getting the Washington's and the UCLA's. I know San Jose State, I mean, really varied. So she'll have an opportunity to really sit down with her family and look and say, okay, what is it that I'm trying to accomplish? You know, do I, I want to go to an elite mid where they're making it deep in the tournament? Do I want to go to an established Pac-12 power like a UCLA? Or do I want to go play for somebody like Tina Langley at Washington where I can see what they're building? And not too long ago, Washington had Kelsey Plum and Mike Neighbors, and they too were in the Final Four. So, you know, where where can I go? Where do I fit? But she's got the range to really be able to shoot it to the volleyball line. Again, you talk about new age basketball. Uh, Dallas, you know, who just got knocked out by Golden State. But you look at the impact that, you know, Maxi Kleiber and Davis Bretons have on games like that, their ability to stretch the floor, to keep other teams honest at the three spot, four spot, whatever you want to call that offensively, their range to be able to knock down the shots that Luka Doncic is creating off the pitch and catch goes a long way. And that's exactly what Peterson brings to the game. Uh, great matchup last year with Tiana Thompson in 2024 um, and Jada Bates, who also is in that class in Atlanta, had the chance to watch that at the Brandon Clay Summer Invitational. Peterson was with Jason Kidd Select and just literally play for play, whether it was defensively, rebounding the basketball, again, the handles to lead the break in the open floor if need be, make the right pass and the right read, the kid can just flat out play basketball. Our last segment's called Pro Corner, and I, I like to talk about whatever's hot in, in the sport world right now. In this case, we're going to roll with basketball, and we're going to stick to the men's side in the NBA. What a great series that Boston and Miami just was. Jason Tatum, Jimmy Butler. Uh, I mentioned Luka a minute ago. I'm going to touch on Luka in the next couple of days, but I want to start here with these two guys. Tatum really has elevated his game to a place where he can be the cornerstone wing in the 2024 Olympics, in my opinion. He really is playing at an elite level. Uh, and Jimmy Butler, y'all saw the display. And even going for the kill shot, right? Okay, maybe he should have, maybe he shouldn't have. Yeah, I, I grasp that. Until you're playing in front of 20,000 with that on the line with millions more watching at home, it's hard to say what you would have done. Uh, what I do know is he saw, he saw Al backpedaling, hit a shot very similar in the first half, and was like, hey, I think I got this one, and I want to go home. I don't want to take this game to overtime. I don't want to see any more of Tatum, Brown, and Horford. Uh, I think if we're going to win it, we need to win it right now, and I'm going to take that shot. And on some level, I applaud anybody willing to have the type of nights that he's had, especially game six, game seven, and then take that shot at home, feeling like he had the momentum to knock it in and send them in. Uh, what a great series. And, and last but not least there, Jalen Brown, the hometown kid from Wheeler. I remember watching Jalen for years in high school, and then down at City of Palms his senior year, I think was the watershed moment where I realized, yo, he's got a chance to really be one of those ones. And and his demeanor to never get rattled and just score the basketball seemingly at will, uh, even as far as seated my expectations of him as a pro. I'm not sure what I thought his cap would be, but I don't think I believe that he would get here this quickly and he has ascended through the clouds, and he is definitely an all-star caliber wing, and it's really cool to watch. Uh, remember in those days, back at Wheeler High School, he's gotten it done. Until next time, this is Brandon Clay. Any Jim is home.